Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures down three quarters of a cent at 5.59. December corn is up five and three quarters at 4.90 and a quarter. May soybeans up 10 cents at 14.12. November soybeans are up 12 and a quarter at 12.76. May Chicago wheat is up two cents at 6.13. May Kansas City wheat unchanged at 5.65. The May spring wheat contract is up one and a half at 6.01. Hope you guys had a nice long weekend. Hope you had a nice Easter. Um, Remember, if you're listening on the podcast, Make sure you leave me a review if you have not already. Uh, Really appreciate you guys listening. Um, I could certainly use all the reviews that I can get. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not already. That would really help me out in regard to YouTube, the way that uh, its algorithms work. And remember, if you guys need some more assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For 49 bucks a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, my morning newsletter, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time, is part of it. It includes all, sort, all sorts of uh, overnight headlines, uh, charts, graphics, all my grain marketing recommendations. I've got a text message service. Um, I now offer subscriber-only videos and content, and that's where I really get into a lot of uh, grain marketing-specific type items, Um, you know, cash sales, capture and carry, that sort of thing. Uh, This uh, monthly subscription can be canceled at absolutely any time. It's billed through PayPal to your credit card, and you can cancel that deal whenever you want. So certainly check that out if you are seeking some assistance. To get into uh, some of the headlines here this morning, we do have another USDA report this week. Uh, USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASD report on uh, Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. This report will not include the acreage data from last week. This is an old crop report. Um, We don't get our first look at the new crop balance sheets until May. So in this particular report, you could see some old crop demand adjustments. There's a lot of people, of course, who believe that the corn and soybean export numbers uh, in particular need to go higher. You could see some adjustments to the South American crops. Uh, We'll talk about this report a little bit later in the week, but that will be on Friday. ADM will resume ethanol production at two locations. Uh, Plants at Cedar Rapids, Iowa and Columbus, Nebraska will restart production as demand for ethanol increases. Uh, The company idled these plants back in, you know, last spring, March and April when uh, COVID hit and we saw drastically reduced demand for gasoline and for ethanol. Now we've kind of gone to a situation here where ethanol looks a lot better. Ethanol stocks are actually at their lowest level seasonally since 2015 as of last week. Um, so production margins for um, for ethanol producers here in the U.S. are actually not bad right now. They've improved quite a bit, which is uh, pretty phenomenal when you consider how high the corn is priced. But uh, energy prices have come up quite a bit as well. We will see our first crop progress report of the year from USDA this afternoon. Uh, the national winter wheat ratings and, and just winter wheat ratings in general, I think are probably the, that's probably the big thing here. We, we know that we've seen improvement with all this rain uh, in HRW wheat country in particular, but, but also in the Midwest and in some SRW areas. Uh, we probably won't see a national, or maybe we'll see a national corn planting number today. I'm not sure. They can wait another week or two on that if they want to. African swine fever in China continues to make headlines. There's been a resurgence of the disease in some parts of the country. Reuters reports this week that 20 to 25 percent of the herd in northern and northeastern China was affected during the first quarter of the year. One source in China said this feels like 2018, 2019 all over again. We've only seen a couple of official reports from the Chinese government since, say, January, and they've all kind of just... uh, 
been small reports, small numbers, but uh, some of the uh, the sources cited in this article this morning suggesting that uh, this is quite a bit bigger than uh, what the government has let on. Some estimates for Brazil's second corn crop are shrinking. Stonex or FC Stone, they pegged the uh, the second crop in Brazil, the second corn crop, at 77.65 million metric tons, down quite a bit from 81.3 previously. Uh, they actually increased the estimate for the country's soybean crop to 134 from 133.47 previously. Planting of that second corn crop is near complete. Rainfall is going to be mostly below normal for the next two weeks. So um, I think a lot of groups are going to start to lower their estimates there if this weather situation doesn't change quite a bit. Fund traders may be record long the corn market. Um, I've got a chart I can show you here. Uh, let's see. So at uh, last Tuesday's close, which is when USDA or, or when CFTC puts their data together, funds were net long futures only 388,000 contracts. Um, the the trade estimates that funds bought 35,000 contracts the following day on, on report day or on Wednesday rather, which is report day. So we're about 30,000 above that is probably where we are, which puts, puts them up to 418,000 contracts net long um, on the futures only version of this. And that would exceed anything that we've seen in the modern era. So it's, it's very likely or, or, or probable to start the day that we're, we're, we've got a fund long that's, that's uh, record record long or, or very close to being record long here. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have a better idea of this as, as time goes on, but, but funds are very close to, to an extreme net long position. If you guys like this chart, this is the sort of stuff that I include, include in my newsletter. I have this chart for every commodity, um, broken down by crop. And I also combine them uh, in my newsletter every Monday, Monday morning. So this is, this is kind of an example of some of the stuff that I offer with the subscription deal. Um, had one more news item here to get through. Uh, the S&P 500 posted a new record high on Friday. The S&P uh, closed above the 4,000 mark for the first time ever. It's now up 7% year-to-date. It's up 83% from the March 2020 low. Uh, the Dow just missed a record high on Thursday last week, but could see a, a record high in the open today. The NASDAQ is still, I think, about 4% away from the all-time high that was posted in February. You've got quite a bit of optimism regarding COVID vaccines. Uh, the prospect of improved economic activity has spurred additional buying interest. Uh, some people would argue whether or not this this stimulus money and all this additional cash in circulation has something to do with the rally as well. Um, I would say that it probably does, but there are people with differing opinions there. Cattle market uh, improving slightly. Reports of cash cattle trade near 117 on Thursday, and, and I think there was some as high as 118 last week, so we're starting to look a little bit better. The box beef market was up sharply as well on uh, Thursday last week. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow's up 227, the S&P's up 23. Precious metals are mixed, the U.S. dollar just a little bit lower. Crude oil's down $1.11 in the May WTI contract at 6036. Uh, we've got the uh, treasuries uh, floating around on change here this morning. If you guys need some more information from me, shoot me an email, info at standardgrain.com. Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later.